All right, let's start all over again. We just got on the train. We had some issues with the engine. The spring to the left wheel was had to be changed. And so that took a little time. But now we're choo-chooing along. And uh, like always, we're gonna talk about things uh, that you may like and things that you may not like. And uh, of course, it's Valentine's uh, sort of weekend uh, kind of thing. And I'm here with my sweetheart, Dr. Susie. And um, um, and we're going to talk about different things. Uh, I don't know what she's going to talk about. I kind of know what I'm going to talk about. And I sure would love to invite you to uh, chime in. And you can call us at... Uh, 626-461-5950. Okay, so uh, don't flirt with the receptionists or none of that stuff. Okay, and um, just tell them what you want to talk about, and then they're going to put you through to us. In the meantime, uh, I'm going to uh, tell you Frank Sprigg is our engineer, and... Uh, Dr. Sudi, Dr. Susie is sitting next to me, and uh, how are you doing, Dr. Susie? I'm doing great. Oh, look at Max. you! Wow. I'm ready to celebrate the high holidays of love, Valentine's Day, and Lupercalia. And World Bonobo Day. Yes, indeed. Happy, healthy, horny Valentine's love holidays. Mm. So we're going to talk about all of them tonight. Oh, and Galentine's Day. I also hear it's Tortellini Day, which you might like because you like tortellini. I'm it's Tortellini Day? Not so much into tortellini. Sometime really? around this period. But it is a period, so to speak, and it's the color of a period. Red is the color of the Valentine, the heart. It is the holiday of the heart, and it originates with Lupercalia, mm, which I'm going to talk about in a little while. Yes, Captain Max? Oh, that wire is like... Can you put your arm over it? Okay. Well... A wire... And <laughs> you want to play with my wire? You want to wire me up? Yeah. Mm. So we have had a nice Valentine weekend, have we not, Captain Max? Yes, we have. We've had, uh, you know, six, six, some sex. Sex, sex. sex yes, sex. yes. You yes. know, we kicked off the Valentine weekend with. Orgasms, one each so far, and yes, you know, you should kind of get it out of the way. <laughs> I mean, you can always do it again, but if you keep putting it off and then something comes up, you'll regret it. So it's a long Valentine's weekend. Get it going on now. I don't mean to put the pressure on. In fact, I want to talk about how to take 
the pressure off with Lupercalia. Because Valentine's Day does tend to be a high pressure holiday. A little bit like artificial sweetening with C's candy makes you sick to your stomach, although it tastes so good going in, but it feels so overdone once it's there, and it's very commercialized and very, oh, well, I mean, romance is great, right, Captain Max? Romance is wonderful. I love romance. You are really the romantic. Do you Uh, want to wax romantic while I put this over to you? Oh, darling, (laughs) I found you in the mist in the grass of the estate. You were naked and running around. I didn't know if you had escaped from somewhere. (laughs) Well, I was naked last week week. on FDR. Right. What does FDR stand for? Fuck my... Fuck the rich. And Franklin Delano Roosevelt, one of our sexier presidents, you know, just goes to show you can be sexy in a wheelchair. Absolutely. But uh, in any case, yes, I was naked uh, for the past couple weeks, but I decided to dress up for the high holiday of love, the holiday of the heart. Mm, And I decided to put my horns on, my pan horns. So I am uh, ready to explain all of that to you, tell you the story of Lupercalia. But I also would like to just know what's going on with you. What are your Valentine fantasies and neo-Puritan nightmares? That was the title of our show last Saturday. And yes, there are many neo-Puritan nightmares going on right now. I talked about a few of those on somebody else's show this morning. Hartley Pleshaw did a show with me on WCAP Radio in Lowell, Massachusetts. And I delivered a State of the Sexual Union address. Not quite so fancy with the I have a dream, I have a fantasy. Uh, routine that I did last week and last year but this year I just kind of free-formed it and talked about what was on Hartley's mind and much of it was sex and it sounded like not getting it or just a kind of concern with what is going on with women and how to be a politically correct man and how so many men are just raging and following people like Joe Rogan and following very right-wingers like Dr. Peterson. Then there's the left-wingers. Is this a note for me? Oh, we have a phone caller. Oh, maybe we do, and maybe we don't. So I should give out the number. Oh, I should give this to you. There you go. If you want to give us a call, it's 626-461-5212. 
And we can talk about Valentine's Day, Lupercalia. Ooh. Whip it up for Lupercalia. And thank you, Goddess Phoenix, for my beautiful fiber optic vlogger. Mm. And it's also World Bonobo Day, Valentine's Day. It's, you know, the weekend because it falls on a Tuesday this year. So you have to kind of celebrate it on the weekend. And yes, we have a caller on the line. Where is that piece of paper so I know the name? Jack. Jack. What a sexy name. Hi, Jack. Hi, how you doing? Good. So you're in New Jersey. Is that right? Yep, right for the moment, yeah. For the moment. For the moment. Oh, you are a traveling man? Well, I plan to, yeah. Okay. There's so much, you know, to explore, you know. So many yes. to go to the end of the year. There is a lot to explore and places to go. I'm from New Jersey myself. So, <laughs> I see a <laughs> question no, here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right, you mm-hmm. are. I'm from Montclair, New Jersey. Right, Montclair, right. New Jersey. And my first boyfriend was from Cherry Hill, New Jersey. So yes, we're Jersey. We love Jersey. But we left, notice. We're here in California. It was cold. It was very cold. And very hot in the summer, muggy. Yeah, it is very cold. Yeah, it's cold in the winter, hot in the summer. I mean, I don't mind both weathers, but I just like to do activities while the is good, you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, Jack... I see a question from you here on the piece of paper, but would you like to ask it in your words? This could be the receptionist's words right here. No, pretty much just letting go of the past and starting over, you know. How do I start I the do new me and let go of the old yeah. me? Well, first of all... I just myself accepting it, not nobody else. You get me? What's the difference between the old you and the new you? Is there a real difference? Some people just kind of evolve. Uh, yeah, I'm just open-minded. I'm not judgmental. And I'm okay. Is I'm that the new you? Or the, so the old you yeah. was judgmental? Towards myself, yes towards yourself yeah and what did you judge badly about yourself what i thought was different i guess you know or weird what's that just like how can i say like my hobbies or um my beliefs in other people's lifestyles you know my opinions Uh oh okay. okay Well, yeah, I get it. I mean, I've always been a little bit different. I mean, and right now I have horns coming out of my hat. So I'm still different. And I just make it work for me. But it took a while, you know. And uh, absolutely, it was an evolution, though, more than a total revolution in my life. Although, it's not like a loss. See, the fact that the sexual revolution was going on when I was a kid, it did help me. So I know that right now we have sort of the opposite we have almost a sexual counter revolution going on so it's kind of difficult mm. to express yourself sexually but it's not impossible you just have to be careful <laughs> uh, so is that what you're talking about when you say you know different are you talking about like kinks or things like that or my, i don't know if i'm trying to be careful though 
you know what, if you're trying to be careful or if you're, if you should be careful. I don't know either because I don't know what your kinks are. What are you, what I'm is still it? still figuring them out. Okay. Okay. Well, you know, you always have to be careful to be consensual. That is I know that. almost a given. Well, yeah, but you know, it's one thing to know it in your mind and it's another thing to know how to handle it in practice with real people. You can see it, yeah. Nah, it's hard. It's hard to see it or feel it or smell it. To keep or by yourself you is think weird. It's hard. To keep by yourself? To keep by yourself is hard. You know, if you're by yourself trying to, trying to learn it or experience it, it's hard. No, you got to get out there. And fortunately, the pandemic seems to be lifting, I think. But maybe not. I don't know. But in any case, hopefully, hope. Pandora, make hope good for us. So anyway, it might be a good time to get out there and explore some of your kinks. I'm not sure what your kinks I've been are. I'm trying to. Well, how can I help you? Um, just how do I be more comfortable and more... Comfortable with what? With exploring those different types But of I don't know what you want to explore. You. Maybe you shouldn't be comfortable with certain things. True, you're right. I mean, if you have an interest in non-consensual violence, I'm not saying you do, and you said you understand the importance of consent, but then, of course, you shouldn't yeah. be just releasing your feelings. I mean, if you have a foot fetish, maybe you should. On the other hand, mm. you can't just go up to a woman and just say, I want to smell your feet. Let me take off your shoes. Yeah, you know? I wouldn't do that either. Okay, good. <laughs> I guess now the best thing to do is to navigate the dating sites and yeah. find people that you can express yourself with. There's also going to events, but I don't know what you're interested in, so I don't know what events well, to tell you to go you know, to. I'm always open to experiencing new things, but it's just like, you know, I don't know how to start a conversation no more. Okay, well, that's a whole other subject, my darling Jack. It, it, it's, a, it's hard to start you know. a conversation about... Anything. Anything, anything. you know. But anything. the best thing exactly. to say is, hey, come here often. I mean, have you been here before? I haven't seen you here. Mm. This is my first time here. What's, you know, talk about the place that you're in. That's usually a good way to interact with somebody that you don't know, is talk about where yeah. you are. Don't talk about them too much until nice jugs. comfortable. Yeah, and that's a good way to introduce <laughs> yeah, yourself. Nice jugs. Uh, it's just a go up on myself, too. So what do, you, what do you do there in Jersey? How'd you end up in Jersey? I've been living my whole life. Oh, you live What there. do you do? Do you work? Are you a student? Or? Uh, yeah, I'm looking for work, yeah. Okay. Okay. Right. And right. about how old are you? Uh, I might just keep that to myself. <laughs> well, you seem like you like to keep a lot of things to yourself, which is fine, and I understand that. And there's something that you're keeping under wraps, and that thing is in the way. I'm not sure what it is, but it sounds like you really? could use some therapy. And anyway, yeah, I've been trying to find out. Right, it's right. You got to do that. It's something you got to talk to somebody. You got to trust somebody and tell them these things that you won't tell me. And I understand we're on the air right now, and who knows yeah. the whole city of Jersey 
city could be listening now. So I understand you don't necessarily want to tell me, although some people love to, you know, be open about their kinks right on the show. But you should find somebody to talk to. So, uh, you know what? I came up in a pretty uh, conservative, conservative family. And uh, actually... What changed me from sort of this uh, right-wing, rightish, right-wing kind of situation is reading, reading radical people who have different views of the world. It helped me tremendously. Mm. The great yeah. authors. But you know, you're not to, you're not to blame either for how you were raised. You know. No, no, no. I I I know that. I I'm not. I, I'm not. But. Uh, you know, I didn't choose my parents. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I just kind of landed there. Uh, but reading to me was something that really radically changed me. So, and it made me, and it made me different, and it made me proud of being different. Here's a good book. <laughs> yes, reading is a groovy thing, you know, and. Make like bonobos, and not that, baboons. And that's why they're trying to ban certain books now in the libraries. Oh, yeah. Because so books all, revolutionize uh, you. Yeah. It sounds like you need a revolution in your life, not just an evolution. So maybe you do need to read some of those banned books, Jack. I love banned and books. And sexy books. <laughs> read sexy books. We like those, too. But we got to go do. because we've got some people that uh, have commented and perhaps also callers and lots of stuff going on tonight but good luck to you and keep us informed happy valentine's day celebrate happy lupercalia yeah. and happy <laughs> world bonobo day and uh, check out our tv yeah. everything is everything is free pretty much on our everything uh, on is our free site. except clipperama uh and uh well we got clipperama when you just want to watch a clip and focus on a very particular erotic thing we charge you a couple bucks but if you want to watch our shows with lots of wild sex including tonight's throwback show which is Lupercalia 2018 and it's squirting Lupercalia do you like when ladies squirt squirt Oh, well, oh, I don't know. Right. Not every guy likes that. Okay, good for you. That's a point for you. That's 10 points. That's very good, Jack. All right, so Squirting Lupercalia is playing tonight free. Okay, so right. thank you, hey, Jack. Uh, keep watching, and thanks for calling us, huh? All right. And say hi to New uh, Jersey. Just go to drsusanblock.com. Drsusanblock.com. Oh, okay. right. That's or, right. Or Google. Oh, yeah, right. drsusanblock.tv, I think. Right. It's mm-hmm. drsusanblock.tv tonight. Okay, okay. Okay. Uh, you take care now. Okay. Happy V-Day weekend. Happy V-Day to you, too. <laughs> okay. Take care, Jack. Mwah. And so, we've got Banks Spike saying, all aboard the love train. Woohoo! FDR. And yes, it stands for Fuck the Rich. 
because we are a little bit socialist and Valentine's Day tends to be so capitalist. That's one of my big problems with it. I mean, it's beautiful to be in love and I'm very lucky that I am in love, although you don't always feel equally loving every 24-hour period, so it's hard to kind of like balance it all out, but it's great. But the problem I really have with Valentine's Day is how commercial it is. Just, you know, the C's candy, the cars you're supposed to buy, the diamonds, the beers, mining, and of course, everything can be gotten on Amazon. So, Michael Dopchi says, sexy Susan, and he wants to see my stiletto. So there it is, Michael Dobshi, a red stiletto for Valentine's Day. And that's all I can show you because YouTube censors me for I don't know what. I really don't even know. Suggestive things. But I didn't mean that in a sexual way, YouTube. That was kind of like a rocket thing, you know, kick up. Right. And Banks Spike is saying WCAP, WACAP. All right, he thinks that's enormously funny. <laughs> I do too. All right, so that is the radio station that I was on this morning with Hartley Pleshaw, and the show is called Active Radio. And this show is Love Radio. That's right. Lupercalian radio tonight. It's a Lupercalian bonobo Valentine's Day weekend. And of course, Galentine's Day for the girls, us, you know, gals. And guys can be gals too, you know, if you want. Okay, so <clears throat> shall I tell the Lupercalia story or would you like to discuss some no, current events no, no, of well, any sort? No, uh, I will after. You yeah. go ahead with Lupercalia. Yeah. <laughs> tonight, uh, you know, yeah, don't worry about it. Tonight. T tonight, tonight. Tonight. Tonight's tonight. Okay. So Banks just told me to preach, Dr. Block. So amen and a women. And yes, indeed, I am the irreverend Dr. Susan Block, your humble servant, and tonight I embody the spirit of Pan. Lord and, well in my case, lady, because I am a lady. I use those pronouns, she, her, right? Okay, so I'm Lady Pan, the lady of the wild, <laughs> because Pan is usually known as the Lord of the wild. And Pan is the original kind of president of, Valentine's Day, except, of course, it was a very different kind of Valentine's Day way back when, in the days before Rome was Rome, when it was just some hills and people running around whipping each other. That's right. Yes, indeed, brothers and sisters, I know you might know the original Valentine fairy tale. Actually, it's not original. It's more of just the fairy tale that's been created by the church and embellished by Hallmark and disseminated by Amazon. 
And that is that there was this blind priest, a Christian priest in the days of Roman heathens when Emperor Julian forbade anybody from getting married. And this priest, St. Valentine, he would marry couples in his little basement. And they didn't have churches then. This was before the church, really. It was just right after Jesus supposedly walked on water. And so St. Valentine would marry these Roman soldiers who were forbidden to get married because, of course, even then they knew sex and war are kind of opposites, right? And if you channel your desire into love, you won't have much left over to fight and kill. So Emperor Julian, supposedly, he forbade these soldiers from marrying. And St. Valentine, before he was a saint, he married them. Isn't that nice? And he got caught and he was sentenced to be executed. And the executioner's blind daughter fell in love with him. And just before he was executed, he cured her of her blindness so she could see. But he was gone, though he left something for her to read. And it said, I love you, your Valentine. Oh, isn't that beautiful? Yeah, yeah, that is very beautiful. And actually, it's just a myth. Well, a lot of the stories we tell each other are myths, but this one is a total myth. There is no proof of any St. Valentine doing anything like that. And in any case, you know, if he was a saint, he was probably celibate. So why should he be telling us what to do about our sex lives? And so, in any case, the origin of Valentine's Day is very, very different. It's connected to the earth and to sexuality. And whereas Valentine's Day is very exclusive, all about having a single Valentine, your Valentine, you know, and it's great, romantic to have one lover but Lupercalia, the original pagan Valentine's Day, is inclusive. And the whole community is involved. And it doesn't really matter if you're married or single. It's all part of the celebration. And I know that we try to do Valentine's celebrations like that, parties, singles events. But really, when you don't have a Valentine, it always feels weird and when you do have a valentine you feel a lot of pressure that you've got to you know have sex and love each other a lot and don't do anything to upset each other and really you're kind of walking on eggshells and eating lots of candy <sighs> and if you've got money spending it and if you don't maybe feeling bad that you don't <laughs> so lupercalia happened to have evolved way back 
before the founding of Rome. And it started in the area we now know as Rome. And it also was based on a myth, a very different kind of myth, but of course also something with gods and goddesses. And in this case, it was about a couple of twin brothers, Romulus and Remus. You might remember them. They founded Rome, right? But I'm getting ahead of myself. Really, what happened first is that their great uncle Amulius took over the throne. And when they were born, they should have gotten the throne. But he didn't want to let that happen, of course. He was very greedy. And he was a thief. He had stolen the throne. You know about stealing power, don't you? And he would stop at nothing to keep that power. And so he tossed those two baby twins into the Tiber River. And Max would always play great Uncle Amulius. Basta con questi bambini, buttiamo nel fiume là, mamma mia, basta. Right, so Max would play mean old Uncle Amulius, although one year Tim played him as Trump, and throw the twins into the sea, and the sea would be played by a couple of naked ladies holding long cloths and making it look like a sea. And then Romulus and Remus would just be tossed back and forth. And sometimes Romulus and Remus would be naked, just like babies. Uh, I remember when Danielle Watts and Chef Belide played Remus and Romulus in that order, and they were naked. They loved to be naked. And I guess one time Jux Lee was Romulus and uh, Bambi was Remus. We've had all kinds of great Romulus and Remuses. Anyway, they land in the sea and, you know, this is the way that abortion was conducted in those days, I guess. Actually, a lot of kids were gotten rid of that way. It wasn't very nice, but this happened. And sometimes the kid would survive, you know. And in this case, so the story goes, a wolf, the looper. The looper. Right. Looper means wolf in Latin. And interestingly, lupa means prostitute, sex worker. And in a way, the looper is a lupa. And... We've had different people play the looper in Bonoboville, but I think the best looper we've had has been Rhiannon Ahrens, who is very zoftig, so she's got the right kind of mammaries to nurse a couple of twins. And she's just very focused, and she wears these ancient-looking wolf masks and they look very effective and so the wolf would suckle the twins in her cave and the cave 
was called the Lupercal. There you go. You're getting it, brothers and sisters. And when Romulus and Remus were big enough to go on their own, they went to a village and then a couple raised them. And then they got very big and strong and they went back to their hometown and they found mean old Uncle Amulius and they killed him. Ah, we don't kill anybody in Bonoboville, of course, we're bonobos, but we usually whack him, whoever is playing Uncle Amulius. And since Max doesn't like to get whacked, we'll whack somebody else. But when Tim as Trump played mean old Uncle Amulius, then yes, we did have Romulus and Remus whack him with a Nancy Pelosi paddle. And so, hmm, I see David D. says, If my professor looked like Dr. Susie, I'd definitely pay more attention in class. That's right. Mm, So, listen up, class. (laughs) This is your Roman history And yes, even though there may or may not have been a looper that nurtured Romulus and Remus, who knows? I mean, it's just as plausible as a virgin birth. Probably more plausible, actually. I think I've heard of kids really being raised by wolves. So it might have happened. But in any case, they kill their uncle Amulius, but they don't want to rule their old hometown, they give it back to their grandfather or their mother, and they go off to found a new town, and this becomes the great city they're to found on seven hills. And they start to build this beautiful city on seven hills. It's going to be their city, Romulus and Remus. But they have a quarrel. And what do they quarrel over? A wall, of course. A wall. A wall. And walls are very contentious things. And they were building a wall, and they had a fight, and Romulus killed Remus. I mean, it's sort of like half an accident. Anyway, whether it was an accident, he immediately regrets Having killed him, and he goes, oh, no, I killed my brother. Oh, fratricide is what they called it back then. But he's not that upset about it, or else he would have called the place Reem. And he didn't. He called it Rome after himself. Romulus. Poor old Remus didn't get nothing. (laughs) Well, he did get something, actually. There are two colleges of frat boys, one from the Remus College and one from the Romulus College. And this really happened, that they would gather together every year in February in the cave where they believed that the looper, the wolf, had suckled their great-great-great-great-great-great-grandfathers, Romulus and Remus. And in that cave, 
they would gather and they would uh, drink a lot of wine and they would kill a goat and they would eat the goat and they would take the goat skin and they would make it into loincloths to wear and also into these leather whips that they called februa right my februa are made by chucks lee of chucks leather and of course these februa have created our name for the month february oh i couldn't pronounce that february so the februa were in the hands of these kind of drunk frat boy like brothers not really brothers but you know members of the fraternity and they would go forth from the cave on the ides of february with their februa and they would wield them gaily and smack the willing hands or butts, backs of various Roman citizens that wanted to be smacked or you could say spanked or you could say flogged or whipped. Yeah. And that's Lupercalia. Floggers, not flowers. And that's why we call it the holiday of the heart. Because after all, a heart, a valentine, like this, a valentine, doesn't look anything like the cardiac organ inside your chest. But what it does look like is a well-whipped set of buns. Red buns. Also, the red is for the goat's blood. And by the way, I forgot this part. Before they go running out into the Roman countryside, they paint goat's blood insignia on each other's foreheads. And this sort of like, sacred symbols of something but I put a heart on my forehead and yes in Bonoboville we would always paint the foreheads of our participants in Lupercalia but because goat's blood is kind of smelly and gross I think we would use lipstick <laughs> which is what I've used here so yes they would go forth and spank and whip the townspeople and this was to bring good luck and warmth you know it's the end of winter and of course sex because people would get excited after all that spanking and whipping they loved it and they would have big festivals with orgies and pan 
the Lord of the Wild would preside over the festivities. And it was a good time had by all. All except the church, that is. Ah. Of course. So the church basically took poor Pan and turned him into the devil and took Lupercalia and turned it into Valentine's Day. And so you get some candy and that's it. Anyway, here we are on FDR and Chef B Live says De Love, that would be Danielle, who calls herself De Love, <laughs> wants to know if the Februa whip is where the name February, I've got to scroll down here, I bet he says comes from, and I bet he did not list, yes, comes from. Obviously, this you, class is not listening to every word I say. You don't get any candy. And so you don't get candy. Yeah. Go to the principal's room. <laughs> but you do get horns, horns on your head. Oh, and horns, yeah. Up. Corns. I thought you get corns on your place. head. <laughs> yeah. And so, yes, uh, February is where the name February comes from. That's one of the fun things about learning all about Lupercalia. Yes, Hartley Pleshaw was very excited about that. People get so excited about etymology. It's very funny. But language is so important to us. Of course, it's exciting to know that our words have meanings, and those meanings unlock our history and tell us something about who we are. And the holiday of Lupercalia is very socialist, very egalitarian. Everybody gets a whipping and a little different than Valentine's Day. But I like them all. Valentine's Day, Lupercalia, Galentine's Day, and World Bonobo Day. So... All these beautiful things are happening while terrible things are happening in the world. Would you like to tell us about some of the terrible things, Captain Max? Some of the terrible things. Okay, so, you know, um, I've been, um, for a good part of my life, uh, I've been one of those kids when you say to him, shut up, he doesn't shut up. That's yeah. how I was. Yeah. You know. And my dad was like that. I'm a little bit like that. Yeah. We're both trying to shut each other up that's all the time. That's why we do radio. Right. To, you know, but but radio is just free speech. Yeah. It's just in our house through technology, right? So, anyway, um I don't know why I'm talking about that, but I think it was very important. But I did want to talk about Elon. Elon Musk. Elon Musk. Right. And we did give him an award. I would like to come here sure. to say this. Because I did present him an award for nastiest billionaire. And did I call it or what? Uh, yeah, nasty uh, racist. Yeah, well, 
Well, no, I wasn't I mean, specific. I, well, I, I, yeah. I, let's be specific. Yes. So if you support that kind of thought in your life, it's not going to be easy. Yeah. And after all, it's not surprising. No one is surprised that Elon Musk and his company, Tesla, is now being accused of severe racism, from what I understand. Severe Rampant racism. And you, chronic yeah. and very bad. And so, why are we not surprised? Well, he comes from apartheid country, right? right. He comes from South Africa. Yep. Not that everybody in South Africa is racist at all. First of all, there's black people there. No, never mind. I mean, there are white people that are not racist in South Africa. However, there was a very racist system in place in South Africa. So it was, you know, kind of a natural thing, so to speak. Run by the Dutch and the the Germans, I believe. And the English. Oh, and the English, yes. Yeah, I mean, the English were very big in South Africa. After yeah. all, they spoke English. Yeah, that was... They uh, spoke a little Dutch, but mostly uh, English. Yeah. And it is, was, still is. But now, of course, it's not so much because they had a revolution. But it was a very violent, problematic revolution. But they had to do something because it was a terrible, violent situation, just everyday life. So... Elon Musk was born in that and left, I guess, early, but still, I guess he comes from that. And I don't know him, so I don't want to pass a lot of judgment, just a little bit. It's fine. Enough to say that he is the nastiest billionaire, and a part of that nastiness is this racism that is rampant in his company. Yeah. And this is a guy that's a brilliant man. He sends his Tesla up to uh, into the into the skies, you know, which at some point is gonna hit something. You know, we just landed our first piece of garbage on the moon. It's bad enough we have all the garbage out here yeah. on Earth. Yeah, and let alone throwing garbage oh, in the sky. Oh no, there, there's you. You can hardly. Uh, you're not going to be able to travel up there because there is so much garbage. It's going to look that like the ocean there with full of plastic. So uh, it's just god awful. Anyway, so this guy uh, uh, is who he is, and they're all around you, folks. You know. It used to be years ago that, you know, uh, now slavery is uh, is with consent. We put oh, it, you we, mean like BDSM? Yeah. It, 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 we are, uh, I forgot what I said because I'm a little stoned, but it's okay. Okay, but we shouldn't call that slavery. What? That, that's not really slavery. What? Going to work for uh, every day through oh, traffic? Oh, oh okay. That's I thought you talking. meant, okay. No, this is voluntary slavery really what is slavery now that is not voluntary is prison well our prison system is a slavery system yeah and some of it they even have the prisoners working and that's supposed to be a privilege 
Yeah. Even though they make about 13 cents an hour. Uh, uh, so that, that's real slavery. There's so many different types of slavery. There's also conssenting slavery where you're yeah. happy to be a slave and right. you collar that's what I'm talking about. And you get whipped with a nice beautiful fiber optic whip like mine from Goddess Phoenix. Woohoo. Or maybe you get shackled. Mm. And it's usually a sexual fetish or kink. Yes. And then there is wage slavery, Captain Max. Yeah, no, and then, about. yeah, there's so much. But that's not. Economic slavery in Dubai, all over the world. So that type of slavery is quasi consensual. I mean,. It's consensual, that's Wait, what I'm saying. It's like our volunteer Mo army. Most slaves now volunteer for $300 a week, for $4,000, whatever it is. And as a good slave, you have to show up <laughs> to work. You have to do all of these things that you really don't want to do. Why would you want to do that? <laughs> you know? So anyway, I want to go on to somebody else because this guy is just a trip. And all these, uh, all these kind of strange, weird people—they're all in Texas. Do you do you know that AT&T donates millions of dollars to the suppression of voters' rights? So Rand Paul. Uh, because I don't think I'm getting my comments, Harry. I don't know. Okay, we're going to wait a little bit. I'm going to drink a little beer. Yeah, and I don't drink too much, okay? Just drink enough. So he's, he hopes that the, the free, Freedom Convoy disrupts the Super Bowl. Rand Paul. Oh, Rand Paul. And that it that it uh, it it fucks with the State of the Union delivery, which is coming up apparently in Washington. Right. This uh -huh. is Rand Paul. What, what what is he? So he's a senator down in Texas. Another. Uh, uh, yeah. Anyway. He's pretty much of a creep. Yeah. He is. He I mean that's my opinion in our opinion. We don't say he is libertarianism a, a fascist name. Right. And he is the son of someone who isn't so bad, Ron Paul, and who actually used to write excellent anti war editorials on Counterpunch. And of course I am also a counterpunch writer. So I always have kind of a soft spot for Rand Paul. I, I guess I try to find the humanity in people. Uh, but and apparently it's hard to find it in Rand Paul. I, obviously, his neighbor couldn't. And, and, and I wouldn't want to be his neighbor and start hacking him up in little pieces or whatever his neighbor did. But I do want to uh, convert him to the bonobo way. Please, Rand. Well, I mean, this guy didn't even read his dad's writings. Uh, not really. Not, no, no right, because he's a fucking right-wing... Uh, libertarian fascist uh, who now libertarians would like to take away my free speech yes that's true that's where that's where we've come now so all this libertarian kind of stuff no 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 no
I have some comments. Chef Be Live says, we had a kind of dramatic revelation tonight we're coming down from. So, I wonder what that dramatic revelation was. Something about February, I imagine. So anyway, we'd like to hear more about it. Uh, you know, a, a sexual revelation, an emotional revelation, a spiritual revelation, a revelation of Jesus, a revelation of Pan, a revelation of Saint Valentine, a revelation of the looper, who's also a lupa, the wolf, who's also a sex worker who suckles our heroes. (laughs) Our heroes need suckling or else they will become amosexual incels and we don't want that. At least I don't want that. Although I have to say Romulus and Remus were not exactly peaceniks. They were not bonobo boys. They were pretty violent. But that's the story. And Lupercalia is a very kinky holiday that we love to celebrate. So Andromeda Decker, that sounds familiar. I think I know Andromeda Decker from Bonoboville. I think Andromeda Decker used to be like in the inner circle of Bonoboville. Anyway, she says, I'm just joining in now. Sorry if I missed any information about the Druids. Well, sorry you should be. Sorry you should be, absolutely. <laughs> and Henry Hernandez can finally hear the cricket chirping too. All right. Well, we have a cricket tonight yeah. as our special guest, and Henry is very perceptive as to the cricket's point of view. And the cricket is probably warning us about climate change. That's why the cricket has joined us inside. Lupercalia is also very much a holiday of nature. Pan is the lord of the wild. And so, yeah, I mean, Valentine's Day, I guess you can be in nature if you want, and many people are, but it doesn't ever strike me as a nature holiday. It's more of a, we're going to go out to dinner and eat this big dinner and drink, and then we're going to have sex on a very full stomach, and just... And, f- and farting and smelling the place uh, Valentine's Day is kind of weird if you do it the way that the commercials show. you got to create your own type of Valentine's Day, and that's why I give you Lupercalia, you know, maybe dress up, maybe do a little whipping, it's great foreplay. After all, they didn't just do the whipping around Lupercalia don't, time. Don't, don't. There's a lot of beautiful wall hangings in that city. What is it? The Mount Vesuvius. Pompeii. Pompeii. Pompeii, see, si, see. Si. Pompeii has a lot of these wall mosaics that survived because they were buried in ash. And they show Lupercalia scenes of whipping and sex. It's like they'd whip during the day and have sex at night. 
Not only am I from Jersey, but I'm also from Pompeii, because that's where my family is from. Ah, we have on the line Chef Belive and Danielle. And I see that they said Kanye West said slavery was a choice. And yes, when he said that, I said he must be talking about BDSM. In that case, slavery is a choice, and he does like to wear a lot of leather and latex and that kind of thing. So, you know, he dresses his woman, who's no longer his woman, and he is into public disgrace of himself. So Kanye is obviously very kinky. Not in the way I yeah. like to be kinky. No, me, yeah, me kinky. I was looking at bell-bottoms today. Oh, you like bell bottoms? I don't know. I want to bring them back. Low rise. <laughs> I like bell bottoms. I like mini skirts. Yeah. Well, I'm wearing a mini skirt yeah, right now. I always like mini skirts. Mm-hmm. Mini skirts with garters. Ooh. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Anyway, okay. Bank Spice says, "Are you serious?" About what? I think I will switch wireless carriers. Michael Dobshi says, Susie is a super sexy valentine. Well, thank you. I know I'm horny, but it's nice to know I'm sexy. Soon there'll be some comments about me. Of course. Shortly. Well, let's show you. No, no. <laughs> is right. Danielle and Belive there or not? I know I was told they were there. and yeah. I. Yes. Oh, yes. oh, I hear them. Okay. Yeah. Hey, guys. Hi. Hi. And I have a comment from Max. Hi, Max. There he is. That's all. Hi. <laughs> because I get so nervous with Max. I don't know what to say. I know. <laughs> it's because of your daddy issues. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. Oh. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Taboo. <clears throat> well, here he is. He looks a little like Jim Jones right now. Who does? You. I wish sunglasses. that we could be watching you and talking to you at the same time, but we had to turn off our video to call oh, in. Oh, that kind of sucks. I, All right. Because I, then I dropped you could my see phone in the bathtub last night. Max in his shades right yeah. now. So let me ask you something. I mean, and truthfully, always tell the truth if you can. If you can't, sometimes you got to lie. But... Uh, who do you like better, looks-wise? Captain Max or that other guy? Joe, uh, what's his Joe name? Joe Rogaine. Joe Rogaine. The one who uh, sells the hair I, products. Who is more handsome? Of course you are. I don't even know what that other guy looks like. I, don't, I wouldn't even spend a minute looking at him. He's a very good-looking <laughs> good guy. He looks. His head looks like a bit of a penis, just the tip of it. Ooh. And uh, but he's you know he's he's, he's pretty cool, uh, right? Yeah, he's he's cool. He does. Uh, he, okay, are we going to have another conversation about Joe Rogan? No, no. The no. only cool Forget thing about him. about him is he interviewed Abby but, Martin and Bernie. What did you want to say? If he had anything anywhere near as sexy and interesting and. In, like world changing to say as you did I would pay attention to him but he doesn't have anything like that that turns me on the way that you and Dr. Susie do so I mean but but Beelive is trying to say something in the background about how about how he hasn't eaten enough acid 
and you know who knows maybe that has something maybe he, he has not taken he hasn't, brain he, the, he hasn't taken enough acid what, what was that okay but yeah he, that's like my maybe turn he hasn't had his brain enough i don't know yeah well I don't know. you know um acid i'm ready i'm ready for my trip my valentine trip you how know lupercalia is very trippy I remember when you were Romulus and Remus on Lupercalia running around the garden naked in Bonoboville. It was very trippy. We should tell who we're talking to. Well, we are talking to The Love Live, a.k.a. Danielle Watts, who is one of the starring actresses of Django Unchained, she appeared as Cupcake, the slave. As a slave. She was a or slave, as a, and it was her choice to be a slave. That I was a that I was a kept woman. No, but, you were a slave, you know, honey. That I was a slave. You, you were you were just a house vision, slave. <laughs> Quentin's vision was that I was I was I was kept as a as a special girl, like a cupcake, like a girlfriend to Leonardo DiCaprio's character. And he had a whole other scene that didn't make it into the film of all of the other kept black women who were kept in this little house. But clearly I'm dressed like a, a French maid, so I'm sensibly I'm there to serve. <laughs> right. She's also a performance artist. I know you do a lot of uh, uh, alt films, kind of, that are kind of... I uh, I've enjoyed. Anyway, I just oh, wanted. I, I just just wanted. I didn't know that you'd enjoyed them, Max. Thank you. I appreciate that. I really like watching you play a cop I, in weeds and make out with somebody. But we have car sets in that, but I didn't think you'd like me with a gun, Doctor Susie. Well, it's just a movie, and you don't actually shoot it. And you don't but talk, I am more confident in that role than I am in some of the other ones, so I can yeah, see how you like that. Yeah, that's very sexy, the way you move and in the uniform. I got that feeling that cops are sexy, you know, in the uniform. I just don't like them being so lethally violent all the time, or at all violent. We met a very sexy blonde cop in Georgia recently. She was Ooh. called because D-Live was dancing in front of the grocery store, and someone called the police on us. And four oh. police officers showed up, but I was so happy because there were two blondes, and they looked like they could have been your cousins, Dr. Susie. Very strong, and, and like, like, like from like Jersey or Pennsylvania, you know, like... And sexy, and, and they dommed me. They truly dommed me. I burst into tears. But they yeah. dommed me, and by the end of it, I was like, well, they were right. They were doing their job. And, I, and that's maturity. That's growth, thanks to the Dr. Susan Block Institute and all the fucking therapy I've had with you guys. I was able to acknowledge that they were actually doing their job and, and, and dominating me the way that I needed to be dominated. Now, eight years ago, I wasn't able to do that. I threw a tantrum and the whole world heard about it. And it was ridiculous. And I was everything that was wrong with America. I was everything that was wrong with black people in America. And I was everything that's wrong with Black History Month. I mean, I was, I was all of that. I thought and, you were great then years, and you're well, great now. And I don't think you should have any regrets about your tantrum. Well, it's not regrets. It's just that I'm admitting my wrong. I think you helped me do that. Well, okay. I guess I, <laughs> if I help you, I'm happy. But I don't think you were wrong. 
because you were I think just I was wrong to melt down and, and, and not be able to stay in the center of myself. That's what you do so well, Dr. Susie. Oh, okay. People can piss you off. People can make you angry, but you, you don't burst into tears like a little baby. You stay in the center of yourself and you speak to them with so much sensuality that they can't help but listen. And, wow. And you too, Matt. Well, that's really nice. I, I wish I was as great as she's saying I am. <laughs> but I just want to say, yeah, that well, is a beautiful me, way to be. But every once in a while, you got to have a good cry over something. And I have, and I will again. And so. Well, I was just, I was just crying listening to you talk about capitalism because we just got bribed. We just got offered a bribe to not speak up about some another discrimination that that happened to us in, in Atlanta, Georgia. Really? You know, on on during during Black History Month. Not that that means anything really to anybody, but it does. To some it's people, a talking right? point. It why, is. It is. That's why it's a month because there's a lot of people who feel oppressed by this capitalist racist society who who need to be reminded that they have a voice people like me and and you know you helped remind me that i have a voice and also a, a pussy and also deserve to feel pleasure and and that you know guided us to, to doing 30 straight days of yoga at this yoga studio in atlanta only to find out on our last day that everyone has been gossiping about us um you know, basically um, laughing about us behind our backs because we weren't falling into step with everyone else. We, we weren't doing the exact postures the way everyone else because, was. Because because I think one of the sub-themes of the show is being a little bit different. Yeah, yeah. And how that different. upsets yeah. people so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yet... But, but we... But we yes. She, you, me, and all kinds of other people are the living art. Yes. You jump out so of a storybook. You jump out of we got in, mind. We got in trouble for attracting attention. And the only thing that we were doing, we weren't breaking any policies, was listening to our own bodies and our own practice of yoga, which is essentially yoking our own pleasure with our movement, essentially, because the goal of yoga is uh, is bliss, you know, the divine bliss that we see in the gods and goddesses of of India, of course, right? So so we were just yoking ourselves with the postures and bliss, and Belive is over here hitting himself in the head, and he wants to speak so badly. Oh, um, let him, because we only have five more minutes. Oh, 15. 15. Oh, never mind, 15. 15 more minutes. Go on and on. He got shamed. He got shamed for, for making, for he going, got, mm, he when he, he was got having what? a release of, he got, he got incredibly shamed, shamed oh, for oh, oh. saying, and, not only shamed, mm, and yeah. looking blissful yeah, yeah, over sure. a yoga move. And, yeah. and then after the class, we got, we, got, we got messages from the studio owner saying, you guys were clearly on drugs, you're not allowed back at the studio. So of course we FaceTimed them so that they could see that we weren't on drugs. They wouldn't receive our FaceTime call, and then when when they called us back, they just continued to project the same bigoted idea that it was that that we that our kind was not welcome there. And um, so we spent the last two weeks writing a, a letter to them, where I tried to clear out any anger, any aggression, any poor me kind of energy. And after 13 days, the Divine Feminine number, we wrote them this letter, and they responded. The studio owner responded asking us if he could give us money 
to take down the recording where I record him saying, you guys sound like you're on drugs. On wow. He asked, he asked if he could give us money wow. to take down that recording yeah. and to yeah. not ever say anything about it publicly. Whoa. And, um, well, you just did. And, and so, uh, of course I did, because what kind <laughs> of money, what kind of money could buy back my integrity and my husband's dignity when all he was doing was practicing yoga? So let me, let me pass the Money buys integrity and dignity what? every day, brothers and sisters. But there's so kudos to yeah, you for kudos. hanging on to yours. Yeah, no, ma no matter what they do to you. it's important not to sell your dignity than it is not to sell sex selling sex you know it's cool that's cool but selling your dignity and your integrity don't do it so i'm proud of you guys exactly exactly you know dr susie and max i i for like 51 years i for literally 26 of those 51 years almost now i had done yoga but this last this specific session of 30 days, the last day where literally Danielle DeLove and I um, parked around the, one of the five yoga studios so that we could do a marathon of yoga classes, six yoga classes that day. I had been so high on yoga and this experience of like just being in my body that it, like when they called halfway through and threatened us with this, it literally like, I, it was, I, I it's, it's frustrating so so saddening and and angering to me that when like the love was just sharing that i just wanted to chime in and i was yeah. like it was so so yeah I, I, and and dr susie the fact that you like we did a the sex uh, therapy call with you two calls with you last week and when to got to go into all this this has been such a huge thing for me like the fact that i went so deep into my tantric like erotic sensuality part of myself that I've been releasing. So you and heard it first, yeah. Bonoboville and yeah. Dr. Susie Blot, because I, this you, is going to be, you, thank you, thank this you. is, I think this, I think this deserves to be a news story. I mean, we just, this is the yoga video voted best, voted best in Atlanta. Wow. Atlanta being a city where all the civil rights leaders of America have come right. to remind people that we don't, we don't hide in the shadows and let bigotry just run rampant. No, not at a yoga studio that's supposed to yoke your body, mind, and spirit into a higher level of consciousness where you're an example to the world of what a, of what a physical body, a healthy body and mind and spirit. Fuck that shit. Yeah, no. Fuck that we, shit. Go bananas. We, we, we <laughs> rise our kingdom Tell the world, Danielle. Tell the mm -hmm. world. <laughs> Exactly, and I think the world deserves to hear because right now we're in the middle of a pandemic where things like yoga save people's lives, people keep people from jumping off cliffs and killing themselves. That's I mean, true. Not to say that death is <laughs> the end. True. I really don't believe it's the end. And I think if you want to die, yoga is very bonobo. Die, you know, but <laughs> yoga is very bonobo, and, and it sets the stage for the kind of physical release that lets you be a bonobo. Happy World Bonobo Day, Danielle. Yes, that lets every cell of our bodies, just like animals, know that our impulses and our instincts are are are, are fucking. Uh, that they're they're true. They're the truth. Absolutely. You know, you Amen you. and a women. You can sit kids in a classroom so and tell them they don't deserve to feel good, but eventually those kids <laughs> are going to wake up and start sending naked pictures of themselves to each other just so they can feel a little bit alive. 
Wow. They're doing a so lot of that. So what are you doing to feel a little bit alive this Valentine's I'm looking at you, weekend? babe. I'm looking at you and your monkey. <laughs> Me and my um, monkey. I, we, we, we pulled you up on our on our iPad, thank God, and I and I can see you. I can see you and your oh, monkey. Oh, Danielle, I love you. And I'm looking at you and your horn. And I, I'm and a bonobo, I though. I'm not a monkey. I don't have a tail. I'm a bonobo. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, Don't call me I'm a monkey. sorry. You're you're beautiful. You're beautiful bonobo. I'm sorry. Thank I called you. you a monkey. I Thank was watching you. the video of, of uh, the woman who hugged the primate, um, the, the the OG um, uh, Goodall. Goodall. Uh, oh yes. Of musical Times sent me the video of Jane Goodall hugging a chimpanzee this week, and I thought, oh, I had never seen it, and it was so touching. But Aww. nothing compared to, the, to this beautiful bonobo that you are, that you yeah. are, uh, like, well. That's, that's part of the so, gang. It's so part of the gang. Of, the, uh, part of the, the gang. of Mr. Rogers. Yeah. Uh, for the world. Well, you know, Tom Quinn uh, calls me inner child. Jane Goodall after dark. Ooh. Yes. <laughs> yes, and in the light with Vice. And in the light oh, with Oh, yeah. yeah. We're going to be doing a Vice piece. What do we call yeah. it? Peace. A segment, a yeah. show, yeah. documentary, a yeah. documentary. Do- docu- that's that's it. it. Yay! Yeah. Actually, we're, we're, we're members of that. Uh, the, the, the documentary, documentary right. uh, crew of and, and, the by, Academy of Television Arts right. and Sciences. And by the way, uh, before I go, we'll before we run, I totally. Be live is uh, also an artist. But he's an extraordinary. Food uh, yeah, but he's an extraordinary chef and food artist. Yes. Raw. You got it. Yeah. Raw. Absolutely. Uh, a promoter mm-hmm. and a practitioner, and uh, you know, also he eats a donut once in a while. But I think that's okay. Now speaking of <laughs> eating, we have Valentine's candy. Oh, we have Valentine's candy. So I don't know. Oh, it looks stale. Bad. Bad. Old. Valentine's candy. Not gonna have it. Uh, I'm gonna feed it to the bonobo. He likes it. I wish that we could be there to to feed you our raw sausage. I know. I did that opening of the Valentine's candy just to make you feel bad for me and send me some of your raw vegan sauces in a jar. (laughs) Yes. Okay. Yes, and you could put a label I, I, on it, you, and I'll show it on the show. You, you really and I'll want eat it on the show. Do you, do you really oh, now that that sauce. sauce, I don't mean that sauce. Ah. You know, oh my gosh. <laughs> well, you could obviously put a little of that sauce in, and I probably wouldn't know, or would I? <laughs> oh, I would. I would. Tell I mean, you if you mix it up with here. a lot of stuff. Well, now you've told That's me, so now I'm going to suspect that it's in there. Hey, you know I did, I did the special sauces, all raw vegan for the splosh episode. So hey, who knows? Yes, what one that knows. splosh episode. You guys were on a couple of our best Valentine Lupercalia shows. There was the Valentine Splosh, and then there was Lupercalia, which I think was the year before that when you were Romulus and Remus, and then at a certain point, yep, Danielle yep. became Putin. <laughs> <laughs> and she was fantastic as Putin. Amazing. She was naked oh, with better, a Putin mask, and she was loving our Trump, 
And of course, Tim was playing Trump and he was loving everything. But it was uh-huh. just uh-huh. a beautiful political art moment that was very spontaneous. It wasn't a planned sort of political theater, but it was a political theater that came out of Bonoboville, that erupted out of our erotic theater that we were doing, and we had this Putin mask, and suddenly it's on Danielle, and she became (laughs) Putin, but herself. To love Putin. Wait, who, who... Who better to to love Trump than Putin, a.k.a. Danielle? Well, yeah. Uh, Everybody needs Putin love right now. Biden could use some Putin love right you're, now. You're not alone. Uh, Thank you, Max. The, Thank po- you, the, Max. Police is, the, the police is looking at you. They're looking at us. They're looking at anyone that doesn't fit the mold. And if you're black, then you're fucked. Okay? Because most of these people are just racist. Ooh. White racist, the white race. Well, that's that's <laughs> why I have to I have to thank my mother and Dr. Susie for reminding me to smile. Not not I said my mother and Dr. Susie as two distinct individuals, mm. but my mother always reminded me to smile. And Dr. Susie does such a good job of make of of you know we have all these we have Kim Kardashian, we have all these celebrities, Megan Fox, and they're almost never smiling. You know, they're the sexiest women in America, but they're not. Enjoy, you know, enjoying themselves. And Dr. Susie, you know, you remind us. And Max, I, I met, I texted Dr. Susie and I said, I just love when I see Max smiling. I, I do just too. love when I see him smiling. Because I know. So many people think you got to, you got to not smile in order to be cool. But uh, I'm Ca- into California, the joy, Ca- into California, the pleasure. California is known for the smiles. Yeah. Everybody has a smile out yeah. there. <laughs> so... David D. says, my girlfriend wants me to talk dirty in bed, but I feel so silly doing it. I can't do it. I feel like a fraud. Oh, have her call me. Yeah, right. Yeah, or no me. Problem. I'll, I'll help. Well, actually, or you, he should you. call us right. to get comfortable with talking right. dirty. And I should talk with her. You just want to talk with her, Captain Max. Captain do Max it, loves it. to talk to... What would you talk to her about, Captain Max? I want to know uh, what he oh, likes to talk dirty. Right. Oh, I would have to. What uh, would you say? I'm just curious. What would you say, Captain Max? Let's put the spotlight on you. We're out of time. Oh, he'd say that. We're out of time. Oh, that would be kind a of a party pooper. <laughs> yeah, really. But I just want to say, uh, Amor Hilton is on what? She's somewhere. She says, Mommy, on Instagram. Mommy. I guess she's just on Instagram. She's not on the phone. So we love Amore Hilton. H- have you met Amore? You know Danielle and Be Live? I don't know if you've no, met Amore. I don't think so. Maybe they did. No. Actually, you know what? She was at our first meeting when you guys came to our 24th wedding anniversary. She was there. She's a beautiful cupcake type of blonde just like playboy used to be anyway you'll meet her one day you'll meet everybody maybe even soon because we are going to be doing some sort of gathering for vice so we're really excited 
We hope you have lots of orgasms, Danielle, and be live for oh, Valentine's Day. And Amor is it's on, on the, the line. line. So we have to hang yeah. up to talk to her. Yeah, we're so we're going to just say we hi. Love you. Listen in. We love you. Um, we, so yeah. much love tonight, yeah. really. Yeah. Uh, so much love. Uh, call us next orgasm. week. Yeah. Okay, uh, have an orgasm all the and call us in the morning. We follow orgasm your life. All the <laughs> we, we follow your life. Yeah. Mm. Uh, mm. Every cell. Mm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Bye. 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 Have fun with Amor. We'll be listening. Put Amor yeah. on. Amor. Hello. Mi amore. Mommy. Amor Baby oh, Block Hilton is on the line. I you. My Valentine Princess. I had to. I was like, it's Valentine's happening to not call him. Absolutely. You well, know, you guys, you and Maximilian have been my Valentine's for so many years. Like, how could I Here's not? Maximilian. <laughs> oh, I That's love her. Baby. Yes, Max loves Please, you, Give him a kiss more. for me. <laughs> and give I, him a kiss. I love you, too. Oh, kiss. Oh. Okay, I have to try to lean over yeah, now, yeah, sure. and we have okay. to try to do this for a more. I don't know how, how I can do it, but I have to move the table. Uh, no, I'll come around there. Oh, you're, you're going to come you around? Don't even, yeah. Okay, Max okay. is going to come around because he's like that. He's so gallant. He's a gallant oh, prince, and he's going to come around. Are you Sometimes. watching us on Instagram? Can you see that we're going to give ourselves a kiss for you, Amor? Aww. 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 One more, three. Oh well, if you guys have to give a kiss for every Valentine's Day you've had, how many kisses would that be? Oh, uh, that would be 30. <laughs> well, you have a lot of solutions. Yeah, we've had 30 Valentines. We're going to be celebrating our 30th <laughs> anniversary soon. But, you know, we were together you know for I a year that? before that. So 30th wedding anniversary. And you should come Yay. be part of the Vice documentary. I was gonna say, where was my we're going to be doing a Vice documentary. And you're the queen of Vice or the oh, princess. Fine. Anyway, I guess I'm the queen. But not oh, really. That sounds bad. The Vice nice people. Yeah, Vice is pretty much like NBC these days. So. Or like your device. In a sense, but they're or like, like more device, cool. right? A little more cool, but like my co nice. cousin says, Vice. Oh my God, that sounds really scary. No, they're like cool, yeah. like they're more like my life. They're gonna shoot you up with heroin? Can I ask uh, her something? Oh my okay. God. Captain yes. Max wants to ask All you right. something. I've seen a lot yes, of. I've seen a lot of great pictures of you, that you've been putting up Thank in your you. story. Uh, so what are you doing? Are you modeling? Are you? What yeah, I'm still doing my same form of art, but not doing, like, you know, I'm always going to take naked pictures. Like, that's a given. Um, but, you know, those videos, no. Um, cool. And um, I actually reconnected with someone from the past, so it's kind of sent me on a, like, uh, more straight. And yeah, to act straight. Oh, that, yeah. You um, better not at 3 p.m. <laughs> you better learn <laughs> you to know. act straight because they're going <laughs> to... 
And what about uh, Valentine's? Well, no, what are you doing for Valentine's? <laughs> no pressure or anything, but... Look what, right now. Oh, <laughs> you're with Abe, us. Can I get a beer? I love you. Yeah. I'm Thank warm. you. Can I get a beer, too, Mom? <laughs> <laughs> you bet. We well, only drink Corona around here, me. you know. <laughs> Don't blame the beer for there's, Corona. There's good sales on it. Uh, you well, bet. It's cheap. It's good. <laughs> so you reconnected with an old bow? Yeah, he was actually, um, like, if you go on my Instagram, it's, they do this, like, 60 seconds of a more, and it, she's like, she's going to be dating people, like, and then one of them is Chris Hollywood. Chris Hollywood, this is your new beau. Yeah, doesn't that ring a bell? Kinda, but anybody yeah. named Hollywood yeah. would ring a bell because of the, because of the Hollywood sign. Right. <laughs> oh, Sussex. And Hollywood Boulevard. And I remember no, a beautiful well, we porn star named Hollywood, who passed away of cancer. Wait, that rings a bell. Yeah, she yeah. was really great. And they changed the Hollywood yeah. sign to Holly Boob. For about an hour, some hot <laughs> chick did oh, that. Mom, do you remember when they changed it to Hollyweed? And Hollyweed, right. Oh, yeah, That yeah, was yeah. amazing. It's like asking for trouble, that sign. That was the best <laughs> day I ever woke up to that. I was like, yes! I remember you were you here, one Lupercalia Amor, because I have a picture of spanking you on Lupercalia. I have many of them. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. It's part of the history. Well, yeah, you are going to have to yeah. join us for Vice. And what is your we Valentine wish to the world, Amor? Well, hopefully I get to see you and bring you not stale candies like forever say. <laughs> And I have a new pair of beautiful little ears to give you. They're all like rhinestones, so it can be twins. Okay, well, we're uh, ears. I should get you horns, and we can be twins. <laughs> anyway, we got to go, but we love you, Mommy and Daddy. We are so oh, into the incest guys. taboo this <laughs> Valentine's. By the way, I just want to say to all the authorities, none of us are related to each other. <laughs> But we like to play, so, you know, it's take like a joke. It's if I had a mom, it would be her. <laughs> I am your mom. Hey, and call, are just so your horny mom. Call yeah. in and let us know what's going on in that part well, of the world. Me, my grandparents are still going at it, so you never know. All right. Wow. Okay. All right. Wow. Well, well, how old are, they, you how old are your grandparents? How old are your grandparents? They're about to be in their 90s, and they have in like their 90s. They wow. <laughs> Great. Wow. Yeah, yeah. They're like boom, boom, boom all oh. the time. Yeah. Yeah, we, yeah, we care I about old people. <laughs> old lives matter, too. Yeah, I'm just kidding. Okay. I'm 99 in my heart, you know. We love you. But I can't wait to see you guys. Happy Valentine's Day to okay. everyone at the studio, too. Give everyone a kiss for me. Keep performing. And when do I not, baby? 
Right. You just keep it up. Love yeah. you, baby. All right. Okay. Happy Valentine's. Bye. Happy Slappy Lupercalia. And happy. Happy, happy, happy. Happy, happy. World Bonobo Day, Amor. We love you, I can't Amor. Wait to see you. Happy week. World Bonobo Day. We love you. <laughs> My silly mama. Mama's a little silly, right? But that, you know, releases it's you okay. to I be silly too. Silliness is part of having fun. Yeah. Oh, you know, we, like, uh, yes. we never lose our inner child. I think that's important. Oh, letting loose our inner child. Since saying yeah. child is a little bit dicey these days, I prefer <laughs> to say inner bonobo, okay? We're releasing oh, your inner okay. bonobo. The bots will censor you. Right. Mom, do you remember no when children. I... Mom, do you remember when I mispronounced the book on accident? <laughs> that one time. That one time? Well. I was like... Stupid, like, oh, no, 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 everybody does that. No, you're never uh, stupid, no, no. You are never stupid. And Not my amour <clears throat> baby block. Oh, so embarrassing. I was like, oh, my God, I just did that. <laughs> All right. Well, darling, okay. we'd love to embarrass you some more and more and more amour, <laughs> but we have to yeah. go. So, happy Valentine's. I love you, Happy Lupercalia. Happy Galentine's, too, because we are gal friends. Hell yeah. You know, mommy and daughter are gal friends. So, that's you last time. Absolutely. Probably my death first, but whatever. Anyway. Don't you ever say such things. Well, of course, but I hope so. I hope so. You're a young little thing. I Anyway, we got to go. We got to go. We can't get into a whole nother discussion. But call next week. Aging and love and all that stuff. So. We can dive into that. We are going to say. They're going to hang up on you. We got to go. Bye, baby. We love you so. Okay, we got to hang up on them. We have yeah. to hang up on them. Hang up. Or I have to have a way to hang up on people because they just keep okay, talking. Yeah, Abe doesn't ever want to hang, hang up on them. He's hanging up. He's hanging up. Right. Okay. okay. Bye. So now it's just you and me. Ooh. Oh, and the other people. <laughs> So, what do you want to say, honey? Oh. Oh, you took your microphone off. Look at that. No, you can do that. I mean, that's all right. Back on. Hello? I, I'll, I'll say goodbye. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> well, <clears throat> now, we've got to go. We didn't even get a chance to complain about the Earn It Act. Which is now in the Senate, or it just escaped from the Senate. And it is worse than SESTA or FOSTA. And it will definitely censor everybody on the Internet. Whether you talk about sex or anything controversial. And we're not talking about pictures here. We're talking about words. Anything. 
where it's, everything would be controlled or the for your protection yeah. is the idea the idea is it protects somebody protects billionaires i guess i don't know protects the platform operators from being sued that's what they've had they've had section 230 and this would take away that section so tell your congress people not to support the earn it act it's imperative yeah and don't let the right don't support take it away the from you. earn it act and by the way it is being pushed by a bipartisan group yeah, yeah. It's not just the right wing. It's the future now. The it's right wing is the left wing and the... The left and the right. <laughs> right. Joining together. Against sex and right. for war. And we got to go. Be good. Be happy. Try not to hurt anybody, <clears throat> including yourself. Make like bonobos, not baboons. Make love, not war. For Valentine's Day, Lupercalia, and World Bonobo Day. Make love to someone you love tonight. Even if that someone is you, I love you. Need to talk with someone about something you can't talk about with anyone else? You can talk to us. I'm Dr. Susan Block, your mistress of the airwaves, but my day job is director of the Dr. Susan Block Institute for the Erotic Arts and Sciences, specializing in sex therapy over the phone. Anytime you need to talk, whether you need serious psychotherapy or a hot phone sex experience or a combination, my world-renowned telephone sex therapists are just a phone call away. Totally private, absolutely confidential. We listen, talk with you, advise you, role-play for you, fantasize with you, no fantasy is too taboo, and help you with anything from impotence to exhibitionism, fears to desires, fetishes to marriages. For more information, call us at 213-291-9497. That's 213-291-9497 anytime you need to talk. You're listening to Radio Suzy One on the World Wide Web.